I've heard the best way to invest is to panic sell at the lows and FOMO buy at the tops. Sounds pretty stupid logically, but the thing is people invest emotionally. In this video, I wanna discuss why time in the market makes a lot more sense than trying to time the market. You not only have to time the market while exiting, but you also have to time in your purchase. So when you re-enter that market, I think there are a lot smarter people than I, and they aren't even doing this. So why am I gonna try? If you're interested, keep watching. Hey guys, my name's Ravi and welcome back to Personal Finance with Ravi Sharma. If you're new here, smash that subscribe button because I talk about real estate, cryptocurrency and financial freedom. Occasionally we'll talk about the recession and how everyone's bearish because everything's going down, yet only a few months ago we were going to the moon apparently. Now speaking of speculative investments and people not knowing what they're doing, NFTs and the metaverse. Nobody's really talking about it now, but it was the hype only a few months ago. If you are interested in learning, educating yourself around what NFTs are, how to actually go ahead and purchase, get yourself a portfolio and a strategy, then definitely go and subscribe to my new channel where I upload two to three videos every single week. It's Ravi Sharma, NFTs and Metaverse. I'll leave a link in the description below as well as a pop-up card here. Now we've all heard this saying, time in the market is better than timing the market, mate. You don't know what you're doing. And the reason it's actually a saying is because it's true. If you zoom out from most asset markets, like your S&P 500, your ASX 200, you're looking at Australian property, you're looking at Bitcoin, Ethereum. Once you zoom out and you block out the noise, the market has dictated that it will continue to rise. Now. The real reason it rises, well, yes, there's demand for that actual asset, but it's also to do with the fact that our currency loses its purchasing power. So basically purchasing power goes down, assets go up. And in 2020, when I became really bullish on the property market was around the fact that people are printing more money. The government's printing more money and yet people are scared because they're like property prices are gonna go down. But if you were here on the channel and you were listening, you probably made some really awesome moves at that time because we knew that, that once that money found its way into circulation, into the economy, we knew that that was gonna be inflation. And with real estate, you were able to have leverage returns to move forward. And it's interesting because it seems like the system was actually designed to help the rich. So the rich get richer, the poor get poorer. Why? Because the poor are generally looking at just saving their money. Whereas the rich are actively looking at saying, well, where can I get a better return? And just asking those right questions, getting into the right conversations is probably the difference between someone actually actioning something or actually not doing something. The other reason is that most people if they're investing actively in the market, they've built the momentum, they've built the mindset and the muscles to actually invest, right? I've mentioned this before, where you actually go out there and say, well, I can actively continue doing this. Even when you've gone through a really bad patch at the gym, if you continue going and you just build your momentum, whether it's lightweights, just being active means that when you are at full strength, when you are 100%, you're going to be able to go in, do a lot more than someone that said, hey, I'm taking six months off, I'll come in and I'm gonna decide I'm gonna pick up 150 versus someone who's coming in six months later and saying, yeah, I could totally do a full blown workout now and not get injured. So the same thing goes for investing in assets. Some people are trying to hold out because they're saying, well, no, the market's gonna keep dropping. It's gonna drop further, it's gonna drop further and I wanna pick the bottom. You pick the bottom, you get stinky fingers. Nobody likes that. Just stop, nobody likes that. So instead go in there and maybe the better approach is to dollar cost average. I think the theme of 2022 and 2023 is gonna be dollar cost averaging, so DCAing into the market. And the reason for that is because there's a hell of a lot of uncertainty. You've got geopolitical issues, you've got rate rises coming, you've got so much happening in the space that people are uncertain whether they should invest in particular assets, hold cash, or do nothing. And so right now, it might be a worthwhile time to start accumulating that cash but also having an active stream of dollar cost averaging in to either ETFs, Bitcoin, Ethereum, or you start building your positions in real estate. All these markets are feeling the volatile nature of what they're in. But the reason why I've built 
built my foundation on something like real estate is because it takes you like two months to actually transact a property. So if I get really emotional one night, I'm like, oh my God, you know, falling, uh, market's over. I can't do anything about it until two months later. Now, some people look at that and say, well, that's very illiquid. Like, why would you want to do that? In times like this, recession proof, when the market is down, this is when it really comes to shine because in two months time, we could have some bullish news, things start moving up. Now, some people will take risk off because they've got some debt. How do we counteract that? With good cash flow in good locations. So this is something that we help clients with. If you wanna know about the buyer's agency, there's a link in the description below, book a strategy session with myself. We can discuss those options. But if you try and go and time the bottoms and you try and time the tops, you're probably gonna miss out on a large amount of gains because as you keep waiting for that market to keep dropping, what happens if it doesn't drop any further? You're probably revenge trading, getting in at a higher point, which is the point you're not supposed to get in. And so so this is what stops people from actually entering the market. They exit at the wrong times. And instead of having a logical approach to this, they suddenly get really emotional about it. Now, an example here, think about the real estate market. In 2008, when you had so many properties actually lose value in the US, you had some volatility here in Australia. But when you had that happen, people started panic selling. Some were forced to sell, right? The banks repossessed some of their houses. But if you actually just weathered the storm, and this is why cash flow is important, but if you weathered the storm, you got to hold your property and over the next couple of years, you 2X or 3X your gains. The same thing in 2019 and 2020 here in Australia. If you were just simply holding onto your assets and going, you know what, I don't need to sell. The cash flow that I get from my rents allows me to keep paying my mortgage. Happy days, I'll hold. If you held, you would have made 30 to 40% leverage returns on that real estate. If you Panic sold because you thought the market was gonna capitulate. I know there was people literally, and it sounds silly now, because hindsight's a beautiful thing. There were people saying, I'm gonna sell my property in say May of 2020, and by October, I was gonna re-enter the market and buy the same sort of property for like 20 to 30% less. And I was like, uh, this sounds really stupid. Like, why would you do that? Because I saw it online and I saw all these articles and economists coming out, Ravi, that they're gonna drop by 20, 30%. They know more than you do. Now they probably do, but they got that definitely wrong. Now with something like crypto, it is super volatile. So you can expect 20 to 30% declines in even a month, right? So for me, I've just got a set and forget Ethereum and Bitcoin dollar cost average recurring buy setup on CoinSpot. I've got a video up here that I'm gonna link that talks to you about what those returns could look like in 10, 15, 20 years. When we are investing, whether it's real estate, whether it's stocks, whether it's crypto, we need to have the long-term vision here. Now, taking profits and rebalancing your portfolio, there's nothing wrong with that. But what we don't want is to go into a market and say, hey, I can flip my way and make some money and then get out in like two years and be wealthy and retire financially free. That sounds to me like it's speculating, gambling, and really a desperate move to try and get out of your shitty situation. During times like this, if you're not actively investing, you're not actively looking at the market day to day, start working on your side hustles. I'll link a video up here that I've got around side hustles, but start looking at how do you increase your income? How do you increase the quality of your income? That could be you know, increasing the value of your properties, then getting a better quality tenant in there. It could be what sort of cryptos you're involved in. If they're just shit coins, then maybe it's time to rebalance your portfolio. Things like that. It's the quality of the income stream that also matters. And finally, stop trying to think you're the smartest person in the world because you can pick bottoms, you can pick tops. It's easy because the smartest people in the world can't do it. So yeah, chances are you probably can't do it either. I definitely can't. And that's why I continue to do that dollar cost averaging method. Smart to rebalance your portfolio. Know what's part of your strategy because no point in listening to this video and going, oh my God, that's what I'm going to do now. Just go 
back to your strategy and if you don't have one, definitely get one. There's a link in the description below. I'll have a chat with you over a strategy session and we can make things happen. If you guys have enjoyed this video, definitely smash that like button. If you haven't already, subscribe to the channel. I'm here two to three times every week. And if I'm not here, you can check me out on the other channel where I talk about NFTs in the metaverse. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Thanks guys.